1 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 1. The sons of Levi were Gershom, Kohath, and Merari. Aaron would have been a Kohathite, but he was considered a Kohenite because his line was the priestly line, and all the other Kohathites were just Kohathites. The Kohathites were the ones who carried the furniture of the tabernacle from place to place when the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness, but it was the priestly line of Aaron's family who wrapped up the furnishings because they were the only ones allowed to touch the furnishings with their bare hands. When the Kohathites carried them, they weren't touching it with their bare hands, except for the poles that you carried it on. The Gershomites camped on the western side of the tabernacle, and they were in charge of carrying the coverings of the tabernacle. And the Merarites camped on the north side of the tabernacle, and they were in charge of carrying the walls of the tabernacle. 2. And these are the names of the sons of Gershom, Libni and Shammai. Now he may have had daughters, but those were his sons. 3. And the sons of Kohath were Amram and Izhar and Hebron and Uziel. 4. The sons of Merari were Mali and Mushi, and these are the families of the Levites according to their fathers' houses. These are like the forefathers of this tribe. 5. Of Gershom there was Libni his son, and Jahath his son, and Zimmah his son. Gershom had Libni, and Libni had Jahath, and Jahath had Zimmah. Joah his son, Edo his son, Zerah his son, Jeatherai his son. Those were all the sons of Gershom, meaning his son, grandson, great-grandson, great-great, and all of those. Those were all sons in succession. Seven of them were named. Seven, the sons of Kohath, Aminadab his son, Korah his son, Aser his son. Eight, Elkanah his son, and Ebiasaph his son, and Aser his son. 9. Tehath his son, Uriel his son, Uziah his son, and Shaul his son. All of those sons of Kohath are also in succession like generations. All the generations of Kohath that were just named were 10 generations. 10. And the sons of Elkanah were Amasai and Ahimoth. So Elkanah had two sons. 11. As for Elkanah, the sons of Elkanah were Zophai his son and Nathan his son. In verse 10, it said that Elkanah had Amasai and Ahimoth as sons. And then in verse 11, it said the sons of Elkanah were Zophai and then after that Nahath. So it sounds like it's contradicting itself, but what I think it's doing is in verse 11, it's talking about generations after Elkanah. So I'm assuming Zophai is his grandson after either Amasai or Ahimoth. And since Amasai was named first, I'm assuming that Zophai was Amasai's son and Nahath was Zophai's son. It's really difficult here in Chronicles. When we read the genealogy in Numbers and other books, it made a lot more sense the way they wrote it out. But here in Chronicles, they wrote it out in a way that it's really hard to connect all the dots. 12. Eliab, his son. Jeroham, his son. Elkanah, his son. And there's another Elkanah in the family because it was really common, just as it is today, to be named after a grandfather or a great-great-grandfather. 
So another Elkanah was born, and that would have been the first Elkanah's great-great-great-great-grandson. 13. And the sons of Samuel, the firstborn Vashni, then Abai. This shows you that it's definitely talking about generations. Abnai is the son of Vashni, who is the son of Samuel. 14. The sons of Merari, Mali, Libni, his son, Shimei, his son, Uzzah, his son. And again, these are generations. Uzzah is Merari's great-great-grandson. 15. Shimea, his son, Haggai, his son, Asiah, his son, which means Asiah is Uzzah's great-great-grandson. 16. And these are they whom David set over the service of song in the house of the Lord, after that the ark had rest. When David brought the ark into Jerusalem, there was a huge party and a huge celebration. King David even celebrated the journey of the ark with massive amount of sacrifices, singing and dancing and musicians as the ark journeyed into Jerusalem. And then after it rested in Jerusalem, he set up a choir for the ark of people to sing. And that choir came out of this family branch of the Levites. 17. And they ministered with the song before the tabernacle of the tent of meeting, until Solomon had built the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. And they took their station at their service according to their order. Even though King David had the tabernacle in Jerusalem, he had it in Jerusalem in a tent. It wasn't until his son Solomon became king that the temple was built. And these musicians and singers who were Levites continued singing for the ark until it went into the temple. And this is because of how much love David had for the Lord. David really was a man after God's heart. He adored God. David wouldn't have been able to live without worshiping God himself, which is what he spent most of his free time doing. So, of course, he wanted the Levites to worship the Lord as well. 18. And these are they that took their station, their sons, of the sons of the Kohathites, Heman the singer, the son of Joel, the son of Samuel. Heman was famous as a singer in the Levite clan. He was part of the Kohathites clan. 19. The son of Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Eliel, the son of Toa. Now it's confusing us again because instead of saying this man had that son and that man had that son, it's going backwards and saying this man's father was that person and his father was that person, which means Toa was Elkanah's great-great-grandfather. And this can't be the same Elkanah that we just read about. It would be a different one. Because that Elkanah's father was Jeroham, and the Elkanah in verse 8, his father was Asir. 20. The son of Zeph, the son of Elkanah, the son of Mahath, the son of Amasai. 21. The son of Elkanah, the son of Joel, the son of Azariah, the son of Zephaniah. 22. The son of Tehath, the son of Asir, the son of Abiasaph, the son of Korah. 23. The son of Izar, the son of Kohath the son of Levi, the son of Israel. And that's where the Kohathites come from, because Kohath was one of the sons of Levi. So those verses ending in 23 go all the way back to Jacob himself, who was the son of Isaac. 24. And his brother Asaph, who stood on his right hand, even Asaph, the son of Berechiah, the son of Shimea. 25. The son of Michael, the son of 
Bessiah, the son of Malchijah, 26, the son of Ethni, the son of Zerah, the son of Adiah, 27, the son of Ethan, the son of Zimah, the son of Shimei, 28, the son of Jahath, the son of Gershom, the son of Levi. Now it's traced all the way back to Levi, who is a son of Israel through Gershom, who is one of the sons of Levi. It's very interesting that verse 24 says that Asaph stood on the right hand of the Kohathite brother. And later on in verse 29, it's going to say that the Merarite brother stood on the left hand of the Kohathite brother, which means that when the Levites were either standing at the temple or possibly when they were marching, when the tribes marched from place to place in the wilderness during Moses' time, that the Kohathites were in the center, marching in the center, and then on their right hand, the Gershonites were marching, and on the left hand, the Merarites were marching. The Levites marched abreast of each other, the Gershonites, Kohathites, and the Merarites. The Kohathites carried the furniture, and they had the most precious job, and it was from their line that the priestly family came, Aaron's family. So that's probably why they marched in the center. 29. And on the left hand, their brethren, the sons of Merari, Ethan, the son of Kishi, the son of Abdi, the son of Malak. 30. The son of Hashabai, the son of Amaziah, the son of Hilkiah. And we remember the names Amaziah and Hilkiah in the history of the kings. 31. The son of Amzi, the son of Benai, the son of Shemer. 32. The son of Mali, the son of Mushi, the son of Merari, the son of Levi. For the third time, it's traced us all the way back to Father Levi, who is one of the sons of Israel. So it's traced all three clans back to Levi. 33. And their brethren, the Levites, were appointed for all the service of the tabernacle of the house of God. 34. But Aaron and his sons offered upon the altar of burnt offering and upon the altar of incense for all the work of the most holy place and to make atonement for Israel according to all that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded. Aaron's line comes from the family of the Kohathites, but the Kohathites in general could only carry the temple furnishings from camp to camp after Aaron's line wrapped them up. But Aaron's line wrapped them up, and they were the only ones who could physically touch the furnishings because they ministered to the Lord at the furnishings in the temple. And this is why the Kohathites rebelled against Moses, because they thought that they were better than Moses, because he was one of them. Some of them didn't understand why he was chosen to be the leader over Israel. 35. And these are the sons of Aaron, Eleazar his son, Phinehas his son, Abishua his son. Now it's going from father to son to grandson to great-grandson. 36. Buki his son, Uzi his son, Zariah his son. 37. Merioth, his son, Amariah, his son, Ahitub, his son. 38. Zaduk, his son, Ahimaz, his son. All these names are famous to us because we read about them in the books of Samuel and Kings. Zaduk was a really good priest, but we remember some of these other names as well. 39. Now these are their dwelling places according to their encampments in their borders to the sons of Aaron of the families of the Kohathites, for theirs was the first lot. They had the first lot out of the Levites because they were the priestly line. 
Forty to them they gave Hebron in the land of Judah and the open land round about it. The family of Aaron lived in the land of Hebron. 41. But the fields of the city and the villages thereof they gave to Caleb the son of Jephunneh. Caleb was that great righteous warrior who fought with Joshua. 42. And to the sons of Aaron they gave the city of refuge, Hebron. Hebron was a place where you could run if you had killed a person by accident, so that you would be safe from the manslayer who was assigned to get revenge. And of course that's because it was a city that the Levites lived in. Some of their cities you could run to for refuge, but not all of them. Libna also with the open land about it, and Jatir, and Eshtemoa with the open land about it. These are all the areas where Aaron's people lived. 43. And Hillen with the open land about it, Deborah with the open land about it. God said that the Levites, whatever cities they were given, they also got land around the city for their personal cattle. Now they didn't have as much cattle as the other tribes because their occupation was working in the tabernacle, but they did have some cattle and livestock. 44. And Ashan with the open land about it, and Beth Shemesh with the open land about it. These are all cities that were given to the Levites. 45. And out of the tribe of Benjamin, these are the cities that they got from the territory that the Benjamites had. Geba with the open land about it, and Elameth with the open land about it, and Anathoth with the open land about it. All their cities throughout their families were 13 cities. The Levites got 13 cities within the border of the tribe of Benjamin. 46. And unto the rest of the sons of Kohath were given by lot out of the family of the tribe, out of the half-tribe, the half of Manasseh, ten cities. Remember, half of the tribe of Manasseh took territory on the west side of the Jordan. They're saying the Kohathites got ten cities from that territory because God wouldn't allow any of the Levites to have their own territory, but they got cities within the territories of the other tribes. 47. And to the sons of Gershom, according to their families, out of the tribe of Issachar, meaning that the Gershomites, that clan of the Levites, took cities that were in the land of Issachar, and out of the tribe of Asher, and out of the tribe of Naphtali, and out of the tribe of Manasseh in Bashan, thirteen cities. The Gershonites not only took cities in Issachar's area, but also in Asher's and Naphtali's and part of Manasseh's area. 48. Unto the sons of Merari were given by lot, according to their families, out of the tribe of Reuben, and out of the tribe of Gad, and out of the tribe of Zebulun, twelve cities. The Merarites got twelve cities altogether. Some of them were in the territory of Reuben, some in the territory of Gad, and some were in the territory of Zebulun. 49. So the children of Israel gave to the Levites the cities with the open land about them. 50. And they gave by lot out of the tribe of the children of Judah, and out of the tribe of the children of Simeon, and out of the tribe of the children of Benjamin, these cities which are mentioned by name. From all those areas, the Levites had cities that they could live in. God did not give the Levites their own territory because they didn't need it. They didn't have to have cattle and farms because they got all of their livelihood from serving in the temple. They didn't need farmland like the other tribes did, and that's why they got cities within the other tribes' territory. 
51, and some of the families of the sons of Koath had cities of their borders out of the tribe of Ephraim. 52, and they gave unto them the city of refuge, Shechem, in the hill country of Ephraim, with the open land about it, Gezer also with the open land about it. The Kohathites got cities in Ephraim, and one of those cities was Shechem, and in Samuel's time, that was where the tabernacle was kept. And that's why Samuel would go back and forth from Shechem to other places, because he served in the tabernacle in Shechem. But later on, the capital of Israel was moved to Jerusalem. 53. And Jachmiam, with the open land about it, and Beth Haran, with the open land about it. 54. And Ijalon, with the open land about it, and Gathrimon, with the open land about it. These are all cities that we're naming. All these cities went to the Kohathites. 55. And out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, Anner, with the open land about it, and Biliam, with the open land about it, for the rest of the family of the sons of Kohath, which means they also got Anner and Biliam within the territory of Manasseh, the half-tribe. 56. Unto the sons of Gershom were given, out of the family of the half-tribe of Manasseh, Golan and Bashan, with the open land about it, and Ashtaroth, with the open land about it. The name Golan is still an area, and Ashtaroth is obviously named after a pagan god. When the pagans lived there, that's what they called it. So the Gershomites got land within the half-tribe of Manasseh's territory as well. One thing I have noticed about First Chronicles so far is that when they're talking about the genealogy of the tribes, it's always in relation to where people live. It's like the authors of the Chronicles, instead of just going through the family tree in a normal way, they're actually doing it according to region of where that family's located. They're saying, in this area is all these people, and these are their grandfathers, and these are their great-grandsons. If you read it with a map by your side, it would make more sense. 57. And out of the tribe of Issachar, Kadesh with the open land about it, Dobrath with the open land about it. Those are two cities they got from the territory of Issachar. 58. And Ramoth with the open land about it, and Anem with the open land about it. Altogether they got four cities out of the territory of Issachar. 59. And out of the tribe of Asher, Mashal with the open land about it, and Abdon with the open land about it. 60. Hukok with the open land about it, and Rehob with the open land about it. They got four towns or four cities out of the territory of Asher, as well as four from Issachar. 61. And out of the tribe of Nephtali, Kadesh in Galilee, with the open land about it, and Hammon with the open land about it, and Kirathame with the open land about it. That's three cities in the territory of Nephtali for the Gershonites. 62. Unto the rest of the Levites, the sons of Merari, were given. Now it's going to tell us all the towns that the Merarites were given. And I think when we're done with this chapter, it should add up to 49 cities, because if I remember correctly, God gave the Levites in total 49 cities, and then he said that 12 of them had to be cities of refuge, if I remember correctly. Unto the Merarites were given out of the tribe of Zebulun, Rimano with the open land about it, Tabor with the open land about it, 63, and beyond the Jordan at Jericho, on the east side of the Jordan, were given them, out of the tribe of Reuben, Bezer in the wilderness with the open land about it, and Jahaz with the open land about it. 
64, and Kedemoth with the open land about it, and Mepheth with the open land about it. Remember, before the Israelites crossed the Jordan to the west side and started taking over territory, they had to have three cities in advance that were refuge cities so that they could still have a refuge city before they finished all their wars and battles on the west side of the Jordan. Because at any time you could accidentally kill somebody and have to run to a refuge city. The cities it's naming now are the cities that were on the east side of the Jordan that were named refuge cities before Moses died and before the Israelites crossed the Jordan and went to the west and started fighting the other Canaanites. 64. And Kedemoth with the open land about it, and Mepheth with the open land about it. It looks like four cities altogether. 65. And out of the tribe of Gad, Ramon and Gilead with the open land about it, and Mehanaim with the open land about it. Remember, the Gadites were also on the east side of the Jordan. That's why some of these towns are in addition to the refuge cities that were on the east side. 60. And Heshbon with the open land about it, and Jazer with the open land about it. They got four cities from the tribe of Gad on the east side of the Jordan. I'm noticing a pattern that they seem to have gotten four from a lot of these tribes, which shows that they were trying to be fair and do it in a right way. They weren't trying to take more cities from one tribe than another. And that concludes First Chronicles chapter 6.